You are Locked On Bears, your daily Chicago Bears podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's really hard not to be negative about the Chicago Bears when they keep bleeding talent with no clear plan of how this team is supposed to be better in 2021. This is Locked On Bears, and I'm your host, Lauren Cox. I'm an analyst for Pro Football Focus, and I'm here to bring you your daily, in-depth Chicago Bears news and analysis. You can follow me on Twitter at CoxSports1. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at LockedOnBears. You can like Locked On Bears on Facebook or join the Locked On Bears Facebook group. On the show today, a flurry of Bears updates. We've got an Andy Dalton introductory press conference to go through. We've got the release of Kyle Fuller and the potential departure incoming for Akeem Hicks, as well as Allen Robinson signing the franchise tag right after doing some free agent digging on wide receiver Kenny Galladay from the Detroit Lions. I know there's still a lot of free agency and offseason to go, but like as of Thursday night, as of the night of March 18th, 2021, the Chicago Bears are having the worst offseason of any team in the NFL thus far. The Oakland Raiders, excuse me, Las Vegas Raiders, I still, I'm still going to take a while for me to get that one right on the first try. The Raiders were giving the Bears a run for their money. They cut most of their starting off, cut or traded most of their starting offensive line. They overpaid for some players and brought re-signed some players that maybe they shouldn't have. And Raiders fans have been pretty miserable, but at least they've made some moves in the positive in addition to the departures they've been forced to make. Whereas when you look at the Chicago Bears, if we go through everything they've done up to this point, you know, they re-signed a bunch of players. Cairo Santos, Pat O'Donnell, Patrick Scales, all the special teams guys, re-signed Mario Edwards for a nice little pay bump, re-signed Jermaine Effetti for a nice little pay bump, brought back Dion Bush, and franchise-tagged Allen Robinson. Those are all neutral moves, guys that were here last year and are here again now. Then you have the release of Bobby Massey, and now the release of Kyle Fuller. Although, as of the recording of this podcast, NFL Network's Ian Rappaport said the Chicago Bears are still exploring a trade possibility, but given the size of his contract, it is unlikely that the Bears will be able to find a trade partner for Kyle Fuller. And add in now that the Bears have also given Akeem Hicks permission to seek a trade, which could and is expected to then lead to his departure from this franchise. So you're losing your starting right tackle, your starting cornerback, and your starting defensive lineman. Your best defensive lineman and your best cornerback, I should add. They all depart. And the players you've brought in are Andy Dalton and a defensive lineman named Angelo Blackson from the Arizona Cardinals that I'm pretty sure was made in Madden's create a player mode. And so this franchise has only gone backwards within the first 24 to 48 hours of free agency starting. They swung and missed on Russell Wilson. That's not necessarily their fault, but clearly you're seeing the financial consequences of this team mismanaging its salary cap space. 
We hear a lot about how the salary cap is a myth and you can always create more room to get underneath it. And that's absolutely true. But how are the Bears creating that room to get underneath it? They're cutting their Pro Bowl cornerback and their Pro Bowl caliber defensive linemen, two of the best players on their defense, two of the true leaders of this defense, and really sending a poor message to the locker room about how they value the veteran talent of players that they've kept around on this roster. Because now you have another hole in the secondary where you already have holes. You need a starting slot cornerback and a starting safety. Unless you're going to just trust Dion Bush to take that job with very little experience, or you're going to trust Duke Shelley or Kendall Vildor to take over as the slot cornerback, you're very clearly taking a step back in your quality of defensive talent if you go in those directions. Plus, you add the defensive line. Are you going to start Mario Edwards in the place of Akeem Hicks? Huge step back. I mean, it's just step back after step back. Are you going to start Jermaine Effetti at right tackle in place of Bobby Massey and not bring in another right tackle? That's a decrease in talent, all of it to just save salary cap space. All of this, while Jimmy Graham is still under contract, still on your roster, the old tight end that got beat out last season for his starting job by Cole Komet, the tight end that you drafted to replace him, he's set to cost $10 million against your salary cap. You could cut Jimmy Graham and save $7 million. That's right up there close to what Kyle Fuller will save you and what Akeem Hicks will save you. It's a huge, obvious, potential salary cap saving move that the Bears haven't done, instead cutting two of the best players on their team to presumably now still keep Jimmy Graham. I mean, I, there's still time for them to cut Jimmy Graham, but at this point, what are they saving the, cal- the salary cap space for? They have other holes to fill, but are you cutting Fuller and Hicks just to be able to fill safety and slot cornerback, you're creating more needs in order to fill a lot of the needs you already have. That's the consequence of bad contracts, of signing Robert Quinn to the type of money that Robert Quinn was signed to, or the consequence of keep pushing back Khalil Mack's salary cap hit. So he costs more and more each year and you have less money to deal with. The consequence of Allen Robinson signing his franchise tag and costing eight million or $18 million against your salary cap instead of agreeing to a contract extension for a much, much lower value six to 12 months ago. It's like this collective failure of the general manager and this organization to properly manage its own assets. We see it at the quarterback position, now coming back to Andy Dalton. Now we're seeing it as this Bears defense is starting to get gutted And it's really hard to feel good about the direction of this team right now. Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy have to have some kind of plan here. They're not just cutting the players just to cut them and not have some idea of how to replace them. But we're only seeing the beginning of that plan. And it's really hard to envision how this part of this plan is ultimately going to leave the Bears with a better team when it's all said and done. The one thing I'll give Ryan Pace credit for so far is he seems to have accurately predicted how the free agent wide receiver market would go. Allen Robinson officially signed his franchise tag, and we'll look at what could be coming next, right here on Locked On Bears. After the first wave of free agent signings, 
The Chicago Bears Super Bowl odds are going backwards on betonline.ag. Before free agency started, they were at plus 3,300, tied with a number of other teams in the middle of the pack. Now they're down to plus 5,000, tied with the likes of the Raiders, Vikings, Jets, Philadelphia Eagles, and Washington football team. Not necessarily the group that you want to be associated with when it comes to trying to be successful next year, but those are darn good odds if you believe in the Bears turning this around and still winning the big game. Maybe a blockbuster trade still in the works. I'm telling you, if you want to put some money down and cash in, the best place is betonline.ag. It's the number one place we recommend. Sign up today for a free account and enter our promo code Locked On to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Maybe Allen Robinson won't mind the franchise tag after all. The Bears' number one wide receiver officially signed the tag yesterday, which means he's now under contract for that one-year, $18 million deal. Initially, he was not happy about it, and he made that known in the days, weeks, and months leading up to the franchise tag that he didn't want the team to force him to come back on that contract, that he wanted the ability to go to the free agent market and get market value contract for himself and maybe come back to the Bears and say, see, here's what my market value is. Give me that. Maybe he could still come back to the Bears in that scenario. But he was very clearly set on a certain price range where he thought his free agent value would be and that the franchise tag would not allow him to get that free agent value. Whereas the Chicago Bears, as we can imagine in these negotiations, felt like his free agent value may not be quite that high to where Robinson thought it would be, and they were willing to kind of play this game and wait it out a little bit and ultimately use the franchise tag to make sure he didn't sign somewhere else, but to let the market bear things out a little bit more, pun intended. And now, Ryan Pace, at least for now, makes the franchise tag look like it was the right idea. I still think the best financial deal would have been to sign Allen Robinson to a contract extension 12 months ago or, you know, sometime last offseason before the regular season started to some kind of deal in the 16 to $18 million range. But as you got into this offseason, Allen Robinson was looking around, seeing a talented group of free agent wide receivers set to hit this market and say, I'm the best out of that group. I should be paid like the best out of that group. And that te- that's generally how free agency goes. In a normal year, Allen Robinson would have been looking at a 20-plus million dollar a year contract, and some team would have been eager to hand it to him. I think he's right to think that 31 other teams would have been interested in his services. But, as we all know, this has not been a normal offseason, and that decrease in salary cap has had perhaps the most drastic impact on the wide receiver position. We talked about it a little bit earlier this week on the podcast that, you know, guys like Kenny Galladay, Juju Smith-Schuster, T.Y. Hilton, I mean, they're still out there on the free agent market. They haven't signed some of the big money deals that we were really expecting to start free agency. I think the most lucrative wide receiver contract we've seen thus far 
was the Jets with Corey Davis on a $12.5 million a year deal. Curtis Samuel got 11.5. Those guys aren't bona fide number one wide receivers like Allen Robinson, but still, a lot of these dollar amounts coming in a lot lower than we thought. You know, Marvin Jones from the Lions gets $6.5 million a year on a two-year deal, and it's just, it's been really surprising to see that position in particular really low value this offseason. And so now the Bears are saying, all right, Allen Robinson, see, no one's going to sign you to that kind of money. So take our lower contract extension offer. And Robinson says, crap. Well, I, you know, I know the, fran- the salary cap is going to go up next year and in the years after that. So why not sign the $18 million franchise tag? That's still a pay increase from where he was last season. Still close to the value that he was looking to get on the free agent market. And then once that's signed, he can either play on that deal and enter free agency again next offseason or signing that deal now puts him officially as a member of the Chicago Bears and frees them up to trade him if that is what he wants and if that is what the organization wants. And I should I should say that the organization can do it even if he doesn't want to, but everything we've heard is that both sides generally would like to keep the band together, but after Kyle Fuller gets released and Akeem Hicks gets released for salary cap purposes, now all of a sudden Allen Robinson is one of your most expensive contracts on the Chicago Bears, and they may not want to pay him that $18 million, especially after they start looking around the wide receiver market a little bit. They reportedly had a meeting with Ryan Pace, Matt Nagy, and Kenny Galladay from the Detroit Lions, just trying to get a sense of what that deal might look like. And they could trade Allen Robinson, sign Kenny Galladay for a lot less for a cheaper free agent deal right now, and still get a decent wide receiver, a very clear step back, but for a much, much lower price. And that feels like it's kind of where the Bears offseason strategy is right now. It's get rid of some of our expensive, really talented players and sign replacements that are not as good, but are a lot cheaper. That doesn't feel like a smart way to build a championship contending roster. It feels more like a roster that's scrambling to get under the salary cap and to have healthy financial flexibility because of poor contracts and poor asset management in recent seasons, like we already talked about earlier. It's it's all just this bubbling frustration that's all kind of connected in this Bears team building and so drastically reflects how they went all in on trying to win the last couple of seasons. And when you go all in and don't win, now you have to start paying for everything you started pushing forward into the future. And we're seeing that already with the release and trade of these players and more that could still be coming down the pipeline. Like I said, it's hard to be positive about the direction of this team because we don't see a direction anywhere but backwards. But I will admit, hearing Andy Dalton at his introductory press conference made him a guy that's really easy to like. He's really easy to root for, and you kind of get the sense of that just in the positivity he carries and the way he talks about his vision for being a part of the Chicago Bears team. We'll play the notable quotes from Andy Dalton's introduction next on Locked On Bears. Our March bracket for the best-tasting Built Bar flavors continue today with just another phenomenal matchup, one that's really hard to pick between. Because all the flavors of Built Bars are really good. They're all high-protein, high-fiber, low-sugar, and low-calorie, 
covered in 100% real chocolate. But we're trying to find the best of the best. And we've got two great ones today. Caramel brownie versus double chocolate. And I got to be honest, I have a box of caramel brownie up in my cupboard. It just arrived today. It's one of my go-to flavors. Tastes a lot like a Milky Way to me with a lot less sugar and a lot less calories. And as much as the chocolate on chocolate is absolutely delicious, I got to advance caramel brownie out of the sweetest 16 and into the enticing eight of our brackets. You really got to try the flavors for yourself to really get the full experience. And then head on over to builtbar.com to vote. Don't forget our promo code locked on 15 to get 15% off your next order of built bars. Not too many Chicago Bears fans are excited about having Andy Dalton as their quarterback. And Andy himself noticed and realizes that, but he's still taking a very positive attitude through all this, and it's a little bit infectious. There were some surprises, I think, in the way Dalton talked about his opportunity to be a part of the Chicago Bears, and specifically the assurances the Bears gave him about what his role will be, and how he'll fit into this Bears offense. I don't take for granted the chance and the opportunity to play and to be the starter. And so that's another reason why this is so attractive. You got a chance to come in and be the starter from day one and, and uh, to bring a lot of my experience and a lot of what I can, uh, what I can do to this team and this organization and uh, be really productive offensively. They, they told me I was a starter. That was one of the reasons why I wanted to come here. And so every conversation I've had is, uh, has been that. So that's the assurance that I've got. Interesting that the Bears made it so clear to Dalton that he's the number one guy. It's not, oh, you're coming here to compete with Nick Foles for that week one starting job. It's straight up handed to Andy Dalton. And perhaps that could be a sign that Nick Foles will not be on the roster come the beginning of September. But either way... Very clear message to Dalton about what this season is going to be. It drew some parallels to Mike Glennon when he signed back in 2017, and he was told he was going to be your Chicago Bears starter, and he did start the season as their starter, right? Of course, Mitch Trubisky comes in much to Glennon's surprise, but Glennon had every opportunity to start that whole season had he played well, so it feels like that's the kind of situation Dalton could be getting into, and it's still true that he is going to be their starter, and they plan to make him their starter, but that doesn't mean they couldn't still add a rookie quarterback to compete with him. So while most of us don't really want him to be here necessarily, and most of us don't like what we've seen from the Chicago Bears this offseason, Dalton is taking a very positive approach, and he's like genuinely excited and wants to be a member of the Chicago Bears. That's not a bad thing at all. It's good. You want to have players that want to be a part of your team, and it sounds like Matt Nagy and, of course, the reunion with Bill Lazor as his offensive coordinator was a pretty big draw for his connection to Chicago beyond the starting job. Every conversation I've had, it's it's been fun to see just the work environment that uh, that we have here. And so to see the relationship that Bill has with Matt and flip and, you know, all the things that we're going to be doing, I feel like it's going to be just a great uh, group effort along with everybody. Cause at the end of the day, I'm the guy that's out there. I'm the one that's going to be playing. We want to make this thing, uh, you know, work for everybody. So I, I definitely feel like I'll be part of that. Offensively. I think we want to be multiple. We want 
don't want to have just one identity of this is what, we, what we're going to do. We want to be able to change tempos. We want to be able to spread people out, but also go in condensed formations and do different things. I think just the versatility uh, that we want to bring offensively is, you know, gives you the advantage from uh, shift in motion to all the different things that, that, that go along with, with, with playing offense. And so I think that's the thing that, uh, that we're excited about. There's stuff to build on from what uh, this team was able to do last year. And, you know, you know, for me, I, I'm excited to kind of dig into the playbook and dig into the tape and, and see exactly how we, how we want this thing run. I wonder if the Bears told him specifically to not use the word collaboration there in that answer. He talked around that word but never quite got it out after it became such an infamous word from the earlier Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy press conferences this offseason. But I was kind of surprised about his answer on multiple offensive identities. Like, we don't want to have one offensive identity because they really could have used one last year and the year before that. Like, it seems like the search with Mitch Trubisky and Nick Foles was to find an offensive identity. And all of a sudden now the words from Dalton are well, like, no, we, we don't, we want to be multiple. We want to do everything. And that's, that's always what they've been up to this point. They've been everything. They've been Jack of all trades, master of none. Like this offense needs to master something. They need to be consistently good at something and maybe start with one thing to be really good at before you try and be multiple and different and doing all these different things and being great at everything. You really got to start somewhere and build that identity. Even Nagy talked about wanting to build that offensive identity. So it's a weird change in language there from Dalton, obviously sort of a conduit for his conversations from Matt Nagy and Bill Lazor about what this team is supposed to look like. And I don't know that Andy Dalton is the quarterback that gives me a lot of confidence in all of that being able to happen, especially now with some question marks about Allen Robinson's future, really his present and his future in Chicago. I still have some question marks about how this offensive line is going to come together. And now the defensive question marks continue to get greater and greater at this point. I'm still willing to give some patience here to say, yes, it's still very early in free agency. There's still the whole NFL draft. There are still moves to be made. The Bears still have to spend some of the salary cap space that they've been clearing up with these moves. So more is going to come. It just feels like based on the start of the moves so far, it's hard to envision a scenario where things turn out better than they started, and Ryan Pace no longer really has the benefit of the doubt. It's a tough time to be a Chicago Bears fan when right now the franchise feels like one of the laughingstocks of the NFL, but I hope the Locked On Bears podcast helps you commiserate a little bit more, helps you get through it. We're going to do some extra commiserating on Monday's podcast. We'll be joined by ESPN's Sarah Spain, a Chicago girl through and through, a Bears fan, a Chicago sports fan, and now the owner of a Chicago sports team, the Chicago Red Stars of the National Women's Soccer League. We're going to talk about the Bears' moves so far and try and figure out what the heck is going on and how to best kind of deal with this through years of following this team closely. So I hope you'll tune back in on Monday. It's going to be a really fun conversation. Sarah is great. So make sure that you subscribe to the Locked On Bears podcast to keep up with all of our daily, in-depth Chicago Bears news and analysis. Of course, we'll keep you up to date on any and all other big Bears moves in the meantime. But I hope as things feel dark around this franchise right now, the podcast makes it a little bit easier to bear to bear down.